This is the Father Matters Show with your host, Vance Sims. Father Matters is committed to building stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. And now, your host, Vance Sims. Welcome to the Father Matters Show. I'm your host, Vance Sims. Thank you for joining us on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. It is so hot out there, but thank you for choosing to be with us. If you have not attended one of our job and training institutes, visit fathermatters.org for more information and mark your calendar for this Wednesday, August 5th. We've been doing some great things, helping people with job placements, resumes, uh, financial training. Visit fathermatters.org for that if you have not attended one of our job and training institutes. I was speaking at a conference over the summer, and one of the keynote speakers was a brother named Michael Freeman. After he finished speaking, I was blown away. The one thing I wanted to do before that conference was over was to shake hands and meet Mr. Michael Freeman. So after that, we, ex- we met. Of course, that day we met, exchanged cards, and two weeks later I was at his office. And today he is here on the Father Matters Show. Michael is the director of Centera Life, and their main goal is to see today's family have a chance to find their happiness, to stay focused and have the opportunity to work hard on their marriages, relationships, communication, and to accomplish their dreams and passion for themselves. Michael Freeman, welcome to the Father Matters Show. Well, thanks a lot, Vance. Good to be here. How are you today? I'm doing good, brother. First of all, I'll make sure I said it right. Sentara Life. You said it right. We, we, we had a lot of practice on that. Yes, so, we yes, did. Sir. Yes, sir. You said it perfect. Mike, share with us what is Sentara Life. Okay, so basically what Sentara Life is, Mr. Advance is both of my daughter's names. Nothing magical. Sanaya is my, my first daughter's name. Natera is my second daughter's name. Both of those together makes Santera. But then basically what I did was I created an agency around what my beliefs was. And that's why life comes in there. So basically I brought my life, built an agency around it. So everything I do is basically who I am. My man. So why did you start Sentara Life. Something had to be done. Something had to be done. You know, a lot of times what we do is we kind of sit back and gripe about what uh, is happening in today's families, uh, the children, and so forth, and then even parents. And so one of the things that I did, I, I just have such a love for family. I don't know where it comes from. I have this thing that's called turning points, and it means it's events in our lives, both big and small, good and bad, accumulatively, that makes us the people that we are. And so basically, I don't have an exact turning point on how this happened in my life that I just have such a love for family. But I decided to sit back and literally do something about it, as opposed to watching children in a a state agency comes into your living room and tells you you're not doing it right. I got a problem with that, you know, Uh, not with the state agency, but the fact that we're not doing it right. You know, so who's going to be able to be there for to support these parents and kind of help them out uh, to help their children, you know, Get over some of these obstacles that they're dealing with. Sibling rivalries. We have marital issues and problems and so forth. Parents making mistakes that would ultimately ultimately be the demise of children and how they're raised. So do we sit back and just kind of watch DCS or CPS come in there in the living rooms and say, hey, we're going to take your child, put them in a child welfare system, watch them end up in adult institutions? Or can there be an agency that gets out there and says, you know what, I love you just like I love my own children. I'm going to have help your family become successful as well. So hence, therefore, we brought in. Sentara Life. And, and you partner with, with uh, Child Protective Services. Uh, mm-hmm. um, um, 
How, what what happens? What happens when a family come to you, or you get a call from a community agency? So what ends up happening is that we end up uh, well, we'll get the phone call, and usually it comes directly from the the, the mother. So she's usually in reunification process. So what happens with that is she comes in, and uh, we do an intake with her, sit down and kind of talk to her, find out what it is and what her needs are. Not only that, but exactly what does the state want for her? Is it parenting courses that they may want from her? Is it one on one consultation with somebody? with the uh, experience with family, you know, what is it that she's in need of? Is it clothing? What, what, why are you making some of these decisions? Does she need a, a confidence builder? Does she need to kind of sit down and, and have a long conversation with somebody who says, I'm going to be there for you, not only just be here for you in a session, but 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You have access to me. When there's a problem at one o'clock in the morning, I want to hear from you. Sometimes they just need that support, somebody to talk to, somebody that will understand and not judge or have opinions towards them and so forth. And as I say before, and I always say this, is a person's behavior isn't the person, is their response to their immediate environment. Say that one more time. And slowly, uh-huh. we got people driving right now. We got <laughs> Say that one more time, Michael. A person's behavior doesn't mean that that's the person. It is their response to their immediate environment. So the key thing is, what we like to do is we look at a person and says, this is their behavior is who they are. Well, your behavior is not who you are. It's how you're responding to your immediate environment. So what do we change? The person Or can we change the immediate environment? You know, one of the biggest things that I say is this. Your immediate environment is those folks who are sitting in front of you. You can't change them, but you can change yourself. And maybe they just don't have the right tools to do that. Okay, so what happens is that this mother is responding to her child. What are you responding to your child about? Because he's not acting right. Well, you can't change your child. You cannot control other people, not even your own child. Man, you can't even control your own dog, right? Right. I mean, the bottom line is, is how are you going to respond to them because your child's only responding to you because you once are their immediate environment. The difference is you're the parent and they're the child. You're going to have to have the tools to be able to deal with some of the concepts of communication with your children, some of the concepts on exactly how you deal with them, your creativity, your power, your energy, all those things. But if the mother doesn't have those tools, how can she implement those things? That's where Centero Life comes in at. And, 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 and you work with marriages. I love that, brother. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and I told my wife he's going to be on the show. I said, yeah, he works with marriages. Oh, 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 okay. Ask him this. Ask him. I said, now, hold on now. Because everybody already in our business. Because, you know, everybody, yes, the show is real, man. Mm-hmm. I, if you listen to some of the archives, I, I, I share me. I tell people mm-hmm. I don't expect people to get real with me unless I'm first real with them. There you go. So I get real. I open up my can of worms and everything, man. But just. Talk to us about some of these people that are struggling with marriages, Mike. You know, one of the biggest things is I always tell people that marriage uh, is a separate entity. You know, I know that the uh, my favorite book, which I call the Bible, says that when two people come together, they become one. But there's also another entity in there, and that that other entity is marriage. You have to take care of that just like you take care of your children. You got to take care of your marriage just like you take care of your home or your job. And so that's some work. And the reason why that is is because it's two people coming together with totally two different perceptions of the world. Why? Well, it's that very thing that I talked about, which is called turning points. That's why they view the world differently. What our problem is is we're too busy trying to change the other person to make, th- to make them see things our way. 
Well, that's not reality. What we can do is instead speak to the individual, speak to my wife, speak to my husband, find out where they're coming from, find out their perspective. And then here's my biggest thing. Do we listen to agree or do we listen to understand? I find that when you listen to understand where they're coming from, it puts you in a better position to negotiate issues. I always call it to where you come and promise to each other that me and you will do the best that we can to unite with any type of issue that comes up. So I want to talk about that come and promise. What that means uh, for me is bringing those two things together, which means compromise, right? So we compromise on so many different avenues and understanding that you are different from me, I'm different from you, and then you always got to put that other aspect in it. We're two different genders. We talk and we act so different and separate. You know, a man will be a man and a woman will be a woman. As I always say, when a woman says, I just want him to do this, I just want him to do that, I say, well, then good. Go put him in your closet and make sure he wears a dress and your heels too. He can't be you. And that's the biggest thing is that we have to get an understanding of who we are genderly, who we are as far as uh, our background and where we come from, our microsystems. And microsystems are basically the people who influence you, right, while you're growing up. And that's part of child psychology. So we all have different values. We all have different character. We all have different beliefs. But when you have all those things come together, you get that synergistic effect, which is called a marriage. And getting an understanding, we're still two people, but marriage is what brings us brings us together as one. Absolutely. I, sometimes when the guys come to to the workshops, they say, "Man, it, man, my my wife or my girlfriend, man, my lady is this and mm-hmm. that and that that." And I say, "Man, hold on, stop right there." Your wife, your woman, your girlfriend, whatever situation is, she is not your enemy. That's right. That's right. Because sometimes it may be bills attacking us. It may Mm -hmm. be the car broke down that has attacked us. And all of a sudden we turn on our spouses. That's right. Ding, ding, ding. I'm guilty. I've done that, Mike. I probably Mm -hmm. done it a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And I got to always realize that my wife is not my enemy. That's right. That's right. But 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 it's also important for men to come together. Can you touch on that, Mike? Because mm-hmm. men think by going fishing with someone or watching the ball game with someone, mm-hmm. they're spending time with their male friends. That's mm-hmm. not spending time. That's not getting real. That's not mm-hmm. getting raw. Yeah. You know, one of the biggest things I like to do whenever hanging out with uh, buddies or, you know, a, a guy and so forth is um, one of the things that we do is we, we put in a distraction buffer. Okay, right. so that like distraction that. could be playing golf and talking or, or playing basketball and talking. That's one of the biggest things that I like about when me and you sat down. It was nothing else but a desk in between both of us, and we're being uh, from the core, being as real as we possibly can. And this is the reason why I like to sit down with husbands. I like to sit down with husbands, help them to understand what their role is. Because, see, when it seems to come to family, uh, husbands tend to take the second row, you know, and it's not totally their fault. So, you know, I mean, I know there's times where I walk into, places with my wife and family and uh, maybe it might be a doctor's office and they're always talking about well mom uh, we need to do this or mom we need to do that as if father's not standing there it's an unfortunate thing that fathers are good for child support but not to actually literally physically be there I think that that ought to be one of the biggest things if a child is not an endangerment to his child that he needs to basically be there with the child Uh, you know that should be held up in court you know but we'll quickly put him in jail for not paying child support don't Mm. get me wrong that is needed but also the presence of a father is literally needed and that's one of those biggest things where we got to let men know you're the anchor you're the core you're the foundation you're that dirty wood at the bottom of that tree that literally holds this family together you got to understand your importance and that's what I loved about what me and you were in the the symposium where me and you met uh, to be able to teach and talk to fathers and let them know that your role counts too it's not a pretty role people are not going to talk to you they're going to look down at you they're going 
gonna they're gonna say, well, you know, it's mom and child. I get that. But you're that core. You're that very thing that's not sitting real pretty where everybody's going to talk about you. But because your family is doing well, that simply means that dad is in there doing his job. We do it secretly. We do it quietly. Love your children. Love your wife. Hold that child together. We are the mortar that literally holds that wall up. We got to understand that. Mike, we, we, we're going to go to a commercial break, but not just yet. Before mm-hmm. we do, warm us up a little bit because I want to come bring it back to Santera Life. Yes, sir. Because you, you cover so many topics and, and things in your seminar. Before we go to this break, okay. can we, can we, one of your subjects is you got to want it. Yes. Talk to me, man. Hey, man, listen, you got to want success. You got to want a great marriage. You know, people are always talking about the things they want or they dream about. I say dreamers are usually sleep. It's what you do when you wake up. Like how bad? You know, I I, kind of look at it as the analogy of anatomically our bodies. When we're hungry, our body will not let us rest until we eat. When I say you got to want it, it's basically hunger. You got to be so hungry that you have this passion that the peripheral visions are, are obsolete. When your peripheral visions are obsolete, brother, you got nothing but focus. This is what I want so bad. I want it like I want oxygen, right? I want it like when my body is hungry and I want food. That's how passionate you got to be. And that's one of the biggest things I talk about in that seminar. Whatever your choices are in your life, you could have. Because everything we see, including this radio station, these microphones and everything else, are once a thought. But somebody wanted it so bad, it came into fruition. Man, that, that's just one of the things that you're going to be talking about. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to go anywhere. Right. Tell a friend. Tell somebody Michael Freeman is on the Father <laughs> Matters show because you're listening to the Father Matters show with Vance Sims. And today's guest is Michael Freeman with Sentara Life. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this message. Hey men, Father Matters is introducing a new kind of support group that focuses on the challenges of fatherhood. Thursday nights, 5.30 p.m. to 7 p.m. This is our time to discuss any issues or concerns we have about parenting children of all ages. For more information, log on to fathermatters.org. Each session will focus on a specific aspect of parenting and the groups are structured in a way that lets everyone share. For more information about this father's support group, visit fathermatters.org. That's fathermatters.org. Father Matters presents Boot Camp for New Dads. Come learn the basics of infant care and dad's important role in a baby's life. For more information about the Father Matters Boot Camp for New Dads, visit fathermatters.org. Topics include father's health before and after birth, postpartum care, supporting mom's needs after birth, and much, much more. Boot Camp for New Dads. For more information, visit fathermatters.org. And we're back with Michael Freeman of Sentara Life. If you're just tuning in, you can catch the top of the show at fathermatters.org. Also catch the Father Matters show nationally every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time by logging on to blogtalkradio.com or catch our archive shows anytime worldwide at soundcloud.com. Before the top of the show, Michael was talking about you got a warning. He was just starting to warm it up. Mike, I want to move to one of your other sessions that you talk about. It's called The Power of Choice. 
Yes, the power of choice. A lot of people kind of think that the power of choice is external. The power of choice is internal. You know, one of the things, Vance, is what we don't recognize is how we uh, process our world. And the only thing that the world gives us is information. That's it. I don't care if it's a red light. A red light doesn't mean stop. It just gives you information. You make the choice of whether to stop or not. Figure out, is it safe or does it work in my favor or does it not work in my favor? And so what we have to recognize is where the choice literally comes from. When we try to make other things, people do certain things that's not we don't have any control over that but we do have control of the way that we literally process our world so how do things how do people end up successful and how do people not end up so successful and we live in the same country well somebody is seeing the world a little different than you are if you do know what it is that you want in your life you got to process the world in such a way of this information comes and what information does is we we literally see things Okay, because we're human beings, it gets dropped down into our feelings. We're not we're not computers or anything like that. You know, you hit send, you go to a website, hit send. The computer goes exactly where you want it to go. All right. No feelings, no thoughts, no nothing. You plug something into your GPS system and say, this is exactly where I want to go. Like me trying to come here. See, my my GPS didn't say to me, well, you know, Vance is thinking going to be a little. I say we better take this shortcut right here. No, not at all. My GPS doesn't have any feelings. Every single thing that we process, we process it through our feelings because we are first human beings. Now, what we do is either those feelings are either going to be negative or it's going to be positive. When it's positive, stay in there. That's what makes you love your wife. That's what makes you love your children. That's what makes you love yourself, right? When those positive feelings come in there, everything works out in your favor. But there's going to be some things that's going to feel negative. I'll give you the negative. That's emotions. Irritation, frustration, anger, being upset. See, those things there, when you have that, what you can do is you can now go up to the thinking. That's up here. The thinking is the responding to the situation. That's where your creativity comes in at. That's where you begin to start thinking things through. And you say, how can I work this thing out in order for it to come out into my favor? That's just simply called creative thinking solutions. All right. There's always going to be problems in our lives, but how we handle those problems will dictate whether we're successful or not. The people that you see that's up here in life, keep processing it through the right way. Negative, up to the thinking and responding and making smart choices. That, that, and- and, and, and people, Michael is just touching on some of these topics. I, mm-hmm. Are we going to plug that? Michael, how can people get in touch? We, we're going to do it again, but I just want them to get them pens ready. What is your website? Okay, so the website is www.centeralife.org. Spell Centera Life. All right, so Centera Life is spelled S as in Sam, O-N as in Nancy, T-A-R-A-H as in Harry, L-I. F as in Frank E dot org. And and what's your phone number if somebody want to call you, Mike? Phone number six zero two nine nine seven two three seven one. And we're gonna do this again. So if you didn't have a pen out in about the next three, four minutes, Mike is gonna give us all his information again. And it, uh, also remember you can go to blogtalkradio.com, blah blah, soundcloud.com <laughs> or fathermatters.org. You have another session, Mike. We get this a lot. You talk about positive discipline. Act positive discipline, action and behavior. What is that? Yes. See, positive discipline basically is talking about uh, we have to be disciplined. A lot of people think discipline means that I'm going to spank or I'm going to yell and argue. No, no, no. Discipline means focus. To stay disciplined on something means that what type of family do you want? How do you want your children to respond to you? Right. Right. I always kind of look at and say that your family is like your mirrored image. We don't look in the mirror and if the reflection doesn't look right, we don't break the mirror and 
or, or throw it away and put a new one up because you're going to get the same exact thing. All the mirror does is it reflects the immediate environment, which is you. Now, if I don't like what I see in the mirror, I don't have to change myself. So if I don't like the spot on my lapel, I, I brush that off. If I don't like the way my hair looks, well, I cut that off. And then I look back in the mirror and say, ah, oh, now that's better. See, it's better to change yourself and then you change the reflection. So our family is our reflection, especially talking to you fathers. Our family is our reflection. If you don't like what you see, don't divorce your wife, you know, because when the next one comes in, she's going to respond to you the same exact way because you took no time out to change yourself. Your family's only responding to you. And so that's how disciplined you have to be. You have to be so disciplined and so focused to say that this is the family that I want. I want my family to be able to respect each other, to respect me as father, to, to lead and to guide them, to be able to be there for when my wife is broken and upset and sad, that I know the very things that can bring her up because that's my responsibility as a father and a lead of the home. If that's the kind of family you want, then there's a lot of things that you have to do within yourself to literally get that. But here's the deal. Are you disciplined in order to do it? Mm, mm, mm-hmm. mm. What about, I'm, I'm going to close. This is the last question. Sure. You have one that says communication is key. Oh, what, yeah. what is that, Mike? The only way that we can actually respond to each other is through communication. Communication comes in so many aspects. It comes into what you're verbally saying. It comes into your body language, your facial expression, your voice tone. You know, I got this one thing. I want to kind of give you what I call my postman theory. Okay, so basically, let's say, for instance, I was a UPS man. I walked up to the door and I knocked at your door and I I said, are you Vance? And what would you say? Yes, I am. All right. And I took your letter out and I threw it on the ground and then I walked away. What would you say to me? I would say. What's your problem? Uh-huh. Why'd you drop my mail? On right. Do you still want your job? Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know what you're responding to? The delivery. Woo. See, we're not looking at the letter in which that he put on the ground. If you want what you have to say to someone to be received, then the delivery is the main thing that counts. And if I was to walk up to you and hand you that letter as a UPS man, the first thing your eyes would do is look down at the letter. You probably wouldn't even look at me and just say thank you, right? And you're ripping open the letter. But see, when I slammed it down, all you did was respond to my delivery. This is one huge thing that we have to understand on how important communication is in family and in life in general. Even with coworkers. You got it. You know, you a lot of people it. trying to, you know, be the best spouse they can be. You take that stuff that you learn from church, that you learn, mm-hmm. that you're positive, take it to work, take mm-hmm. it to, to w- keep it walking. Look, when we were in your meeting, uh-huh. you said, Vance, let me tell you the best book that was ever written. Mm-hmm. And in your drawer, you pulled out your Bible <laughs> and it was, it, it, it looked, it, it, it looked like you used it. It looked like how Bible should look. And That's then you right. said, you know what I'm going to do? I said, well, you put it back in your drawer. You said, now mm-hmm. I want to live it. Yeah. That's Man. It. Because people read it, read it, read it, read it, read it. But mm-hmm. how many of us are walking it, living right. it, doing it, delivering it? I got, I got a question for you, Mike, mm-hmm. because people are getting all this great information. Mm-hmm. Um, you are a 501c3. How yes. can people help with your mission, man? Well, you know, the biggest thing that I would really want people to do is if you see a family, if you see an individual that can uh, basically, you know, use someone to support them and so forth, uh, by all means, send them our way. I don't care who it is. You know, let me just give you my prayer. Uh, When I first opened this agency, I said, Lord, I'm going to do it. But first, send me the people I'm supposed to meet. And I take that so seriously. So if there is somebody that a person uh, sees, an individual sees, send them to Centera Life. 
live. 602-997-2371. All it is is a quick intake. Takes about two hours. The first hour is just to kind of fill out your application. And then my wife, my lovely wife, will bring that into me. I read through it, and I just literally try to find out where a person is trying to get mm-hmm. to. We sit down. We talk until we can get you to where you want to be out in your life. That's right. But you are a nonprofit. Yes. And, 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 and listeners, when people say nonprofits, it's free. His services are free. It costs yes. money. There's also a business side. Mm-hmm. So can people make donations? People can make donations. We, uh, we, we go out and we try to get grants as much as possible. Uh, that's to keep a roof over our heads, right. uh, to keep the very things that we want uh, to take care of uh, from, from, from the computers and everything else. I mean, yeah, paperwork and everything else right. costs money. So definitely uh, donate, donate, donate. Uh, get in touch with the website and I'll tell you exactly where and to Mike, do your website one more time. One more time, www.sunteralife.org. Thank you for joining me today, man. I appreciate you. you. And thank you for listening to the Father Matters Show. Send us your questions or comments to info at fathermatters.org. Thank you to my engineer, Jeremy Siegel. See you next week at the same time, same place. Have a safe week. Thank you, and God bless.